Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Monday Morning Recap, everybody. My God, <clears throat> it is in me today. Little bit under the weather, as always, we're brought to you by MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. A lot of things to bet on now. Holy shit. Uh, let's start with college football. The coaches poll, top 25, just dropped about 30 minutes ago. Have any of you guys looked at this? This is the first time I'm seeing it right now. No. Just right now. Because the coaches poll doesn't matter. It's yeah, what, what, no we, matter what I say to open up the show, it's going to be the no, worst fucking negative thing. We it's, have this conversation. We have this conversation all the time. I say this all the time. One positive thing out of your mouth to open the show. All the time. I say this all the time. The coaches pulled. The coaches don't watch the fucking games. Yeah, you might as well just hang yourself live on air. Put a fucking knife in front of this guy and watch him slit his throat. Oh my god! Just one positive thing out of your fucking mouth. Just once. It's when the AP poll comes out, time. that's what matters. The AP poll matters. The fucking uh, playoff, college football playoff committee, that matters. The coaches poll, A, they don't watch the games. B, it's usually a GA. It's just a kid that's like essentially an intern just submitting their... Hey kids, Uncle Johnny's here and Christmas isn't real. Santa's not real. The Easter Bunny's not real. Anything else? Your dad's going to die of cancer. And what else do we got here? Fucking conference realignment sucks right now. College football, the state of college football is bad. Just because you hate football, you can't ruin it for the rest of us, okay? I love football. We got a, we got a whole goddamn show. Sport. This is my favorite sport. College football is my favorite are sport. You not a fan and they the, are ruining it. Are you not a fan of the Pac-4? The Pac-4 <laughs> is awesome. The Pac-4 is awesome. Let's lean back into it today. Let's, you, let's really get into did this Did you today. fucking see what one Big 12 uh, president revealed over the weekend? Is that a uh, Pac-12 president called him and asked if they could just take everyone left except for Oregon State and Washington State? Oh, yeah, man. they yeah, were just dude. like, "Hey, yes. these two schools are turds. Fuck them." Are we they going to the, the WAC or the MAC or the something? Mount West. They have nowhere Mount to West. go. They have nowhere to go. Me neither. I'm 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 going to lean back all the way go today. For it. They have nowhere to go, and they were dumb. And when you look back on this, you know who the the real winner was ten years ago? Missouri. Rutgers. <laughs> Rutgers and Missouri. You're goddamn right. Rutgers I mean, and Missouri Grant, saw the future and were like, holy shit. Yeah, but let's dance with the one that brought us here. For for teams that left um like Big Twelve to SEC and shit like that, it there was a deep cost for people leaving the Pac twelve because their T V deal expired, zero dollars to leave. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. Texas paid what, thirty million to leave? Not yeah. that that's that much money for a university that size, but the people that are, the teams that are leaving the Pac-12 right now, they're incurring no penalty for it. They're just moving. Moving, yeah. But their TV revenue to move will be cut for the first two years, but they don't care either. Yeah, but then it's going to be part of a giant omnibus fucking Big 12 TV contract that's going to span probably multiple streaming services. Yeah, yeah. They're going to make our Big 10, they're going to make so much goddamn money. Well, you know who's paying for it for Oregon, by the way, until 2029 is Phil Knight. Oh, sure. That's his last donor gift to Oregon of like, hey, you're going to lose $30 million a year. I'm going to write you that check, get into a huge conference, and save the fucking program, which they did. Yeah, it's survival. And it was smart. Uh, but what happens to like? I mean, Arizona and Arizona State are not good football schools. They we're they, a basketball conference. basketball. Yeah, Big Twelve's a basketball conference. Sure, yeah. So no, that, we are the best basketball conference now. Oh, it's, we, it's, we, we, Big 12. It's, so we already it's, were. Now we add Arizona. So it's we yeah. now. You haven't even played a single game. <laughs> sure, it is yeah. we because we are in the Big Twelve. Not, you haven't played football. one goddamn game no, yet in the not Big one. Twelve. He's already in. We're in the Big Twelve. He's already in. We're already like like in stone that UCF is in the Big Twelve. So yes, what we. a move! Honestly, what a move for you guys. I know the it's, big, the, it's the Rutgers move because the, it was not clear, and this is why. So like Missouri would still technically have a conference because the Big Twelve is still alive. Like mm-hmm. if we hadn't mm-hmm. left, right? But that was not clear. Correct. At any point, the Big Twelve could have died. It is a fucking miracle that the Big Twelve survived and the Pac twelve died. Like it's that's, unrecognizable from the Big Twelve when we were. Well, there. I know, and I don't I want know. to be in it anymore because sure. it's not no, our Big Twelve. It's trash. But, yeah, like, but the Big Twelve actually. Is as as you rightly point out, both of you a fucking basketball conference. So there's some redeeming quality to it. The Pac-12 sucks at everything. Yeah, at yeah, everything. But also, yeah. you know, the the programs get more money. Do I give a shit? Does that affect me? No. 
It would affect your school. Not and it'll really. affect your TV rights. We get cool. Like, we get to play in a fucking. This is going to be unrecognizable. The SEC and Big Ten, they're going to break Dan. off eventually. Every time you go back to school, it's way better. Yeah. It affects everything. I will affects say this. Do you want to be proud of your school at all? 100%. It'll affect, it'll affect UCF a ton because now you're in a. Power five, power Until whatever. We're not, conference. Right? Until we're not, right? Until the Big 12 is no longer a football conference. Yeah, I mean, matters. you're next. Well, no, yeah. the ACC is next, and then the Big 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the ACC, ACC is in way worse shape oh, yeah. than any other. Like, the, the Pac 12 is over, but the ACC is fucked. Like, there's. Florida State's talking about, like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Let's just get to it. Let's Clemson's get to it. Get out of there. SEC, Big Ten, they become a mega conference. They become semi-pro football. Everyone else, let us play for something. Let us play for, like, the FCS. Bring us, let, let's relegate ourselves. <laughs> Let's that, do what UConn's doing because that, I want to play for something. Should, that's what I, I think should happen as well. Take out the shitty teams, even the Big Ten. Start to look at the teams that you have left over. Cut Rutgers, get them out of there. Cut Northwestern, get them yeah. out of there. Put that over in the shitty conference. Let's go D1, D2, old school, and then I, separate. I think less conferences will actually produce more competition over time, right? Because there's no for a, for a top-tier player, for a four or five, there's no conference to go hide in anymore in that in that scenario because you can't go down to the shitty whatever it happens to be conference, right? Mm-hmm. You have to go to a major team in a major conference that's only going to play other major teams in a major conference at this point. So there's no hiding, right? There's no Drake May at fucking Duke anymore. There's essentially – well, there still will be. It just depends on um, – how your schedule shakes out in a given year? Sure, because 100%, but I'm talking about from the if you're a, a junior senior quarterback, right? Right. Like you can't look at the field, playing field like that, be like, "All right, well, maybe I can go here and get put up big, maybe I'm go to Washington and right. put up big numbers there on a crazy ass offense and then get drafted and spend the next 15 years getting paid 7 million dollars on the bench yeah. in the NFL." You know what I mean? That shit's going to be over. It's going to be very competitive. Chase Daniels, one of one. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's get to it here. Number one, uh, Georgia. Obvious. Obvious. I, th- I think that's what you got to go with. Well, they don't have a schedule either this year. Um, they don't play anybody. This is a cakewalk all the way into the college football playoffs. Or, I'm sorry, the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, even then, a one-loss Georgia probably still gets in. It'll be a one-loss Georgia probably against a one-loss or undefeated LSU. That's my prediction. No, I don't think Georgia's going to lose. Have you seen how bad their schedule is? They're, I don't see I, one loss on their entire schedule. Someone could jump up and bite them, but yeah. Like like they shouldn't, they're going to be favored in every game. Tennessee Florida. is the only tough game they have. Florida, I don't think, still exists. They don't have a quarterback. they got a bunch of transfers uh, that are trying to vie for it. They've got Mertz out of Wisconsin. They've a got Mizzou, Jack Miller out of Ohio up. State. We play at Georgia this year, but know, you never but you know. Get, you give them a tough game every we year. Do, we do every give year. them okay. So most years. Some years it's bad. Yeah, but <laughs> that's going to be a cakewalk into the finals for me. That's the guarantee. If you're on mybookie.com, you're looking for one guarantee out of the top four here to, to make it. Georgia's the easiest one there because they don't play a schedule. And then even if they lose the SEC championship, they'll still get in. If there ends up being – and there could, so all these teams in the top six mm-hmm. could end the season with one loss. And if that, like literally all of them could be one loss or, or undefeated right. in the top six. Right. If that happens, if there's four one-loss te- or five one-loss teams, mm-hmm. I actually could, and, and Georgia's one loss is in the conference championship game, I could see Georgia being left out because of the schedule. Well, because of the schedule, uh, we'll see. They're back-to-back national champions, uh, allegedly, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I think they get in because of that. Uh, Michigan at two. I agree with that. Uh, Michigan, both superstar running backs were hurt last year. Couldn't go to the NFL. They're forced to come back and play this year. They got everybody back. Yeah, to be honest, if Michigan had been one in Georgia, too, that wouldn't have been that off-putting. Me neither. Because their defense is fucking good. Good. They're solid across the board, and they didn't really lose anybody to the NFL. Dude, they they finally found an identity. They finally have a, a plan. Which, well, that wasn't that always Michigan great it, defense and good running game. Was yes. it giving up fifty to TCU in the playoff? Is that their identity? Like, well, I look with, with that game though. <laughs> if you look back at it, you lost both your running backs in that. They were both out. Homeboy had a broken hand. They lost their starting tight end, who ended up going what second round? I think in the draft, mm. uh, he was out of there in the first series. I mean, you lost 
half your fucking team. They did what they could. Also, they just Harbaugh for four games. Also, just some terrible coaching in, right? that, Har- in that TCU game. Oh, yeah, terrible. The first two drives, they, they could have had points on both of them. They, they, they gave, uh, gave Harbaugh like a fucking 90-year extension. Yes. He's going to miss four games, too, this year. For Although, his hamburger, right? Who cares? But the first four games are Rutgers and it doesn't matter three other shitbags. Because he can still coach during the week, so it doesn't fucking matter. doesn't matter. First four games are easy, and their team is stacked. You're good to go after those first four games. Now, those... One and two make a lot of sense to me. Yes. And, I, to be and honest, by the way, with Michigan, Ohio State is at Michigan this year. Mm. Tough game. Yeah. And it's at two if you're sitting at two, and that's your home game this year. Congratulations. The, fir- the third one, Alabama's at three, and this one is the one that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I can, I can understand the arguments. One, Saban's pissed off. Mm-hmm. But the biggest oh, situation. Alabama's win the Natty this year. <laughs> yeah. They are. Like, I mean, maybe just based on his will, to be honest. When, when has having a quarterback before Tua mattered to Alabama? Well, they had Mac Jones before that. That was the other title they won. He was Mac after. Jones was after. Yeah, but still, yes. But yeah. like but before that, Alabama still won a bunch of national championships without really having a quarterback. Yeah, but they didn't win. Not in this modern era of college football. First of all, yeah, you got to sling no. it. No, Jay, they had to replace Jalen Hurts to fucking win. Was the McCarron title. a stud? Not really. No, but you had to, so back then though. If you if you slide that back five years to when McCarron was playing, yeah, didn't they have homeboy from the Titans? Yes, they Georgia had the best running backs in the country, ever. and they ran it down your throat. And they had a great defense. Yeah, the same thing that Michigan's doing. Exactly what Georgia's doing. Who is their OC this year? Because it's not Bill know. O'Brien. So no, he's out of there. Him. It's the guy from Notre Dame. So the guy oh, from Notre right. Dame came down there, and they also picked off the uh, QB Buckner. From Notre Dame, the, right? Yes, and they got him to transfer in the summer. There's a rumor that he might start because the other two kids are so fucking bad. I don't know who the starting quarterback is of Alabama, and they, they still didn't get any receivers. So I don't know who that team is. I'm not sure that they make That's it That's the year. other part. It's been a couple of years now since Alabama had both a good quarterback and two or more fucking legit receivers. Yep. And I, it doesn't look like they do this year. We'll see how the quarterback thing shakes out, but I haven't heard any noise about their receivers. And their I mean, schedule is really fucking difficult. They got Texas. They got LSU. They got Ole Miss. They got Tennessee. It's a hard that's, fucking schedule for Bama this year. And life, then the baby. SEC championship. That's life, baby. So I, I assume, like, we don't know, like, oh, they don't got these receivers or the quarterback or whatever. I'll, I can check, fact check this, but my assumption is they've been a top five recruiting class every year for the last four years. Yeah, but it doesn't always work out that way, does it? No, because they haven't been a top four uh, receiving class at any point in the last four years. I don't know. I think, like, the last five to seven national champions have had a top three recruiting class my point is that they've got got it might be it might not be the same alabama team but the mm-hmm. defense is going to be loaded i assume with mm-hmm. fucking freaks and and yeah it's and re- usually and have a lines. great offensive line as well yeah yeah so it's really just a matter of i, I don't know what their situation is at the skill mm-hmm. positions but ohio state at four that makes sense too i mean loaded. they got the, they probably have the best offensive player in the country i guess if you and two if they, if they got the two top wide receivers in the nation uh that are going probably one and two in the draft you'll be happy here heisman six Running backs, all six running yeah. backs that got hurt. Two of them were supposed to go pro. They couldn't. Wait, Marvin Harrison Jr.? 22 to 1, Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm that. Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, Emeka Ibuka. 22, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, dude. Because it's so hard to win as a non-quarterback. No, no, no. I'll, I'll tell you why. Because they don't have a quarterback, and that's but Ohio State's problem. That's the reason Who's why he throwing him the fucking ball? Right, he'll win it because of that, though. Because it's such a no-name quarterback. I mean, the amount well, of times... That's a good point, maybe. The, yeah. And the amount of times, honestly, like... I've seen this on so many teams, including Missouri teams in the past, of like, it, it's it's college, right? So you, it's not the same as the NFL where you need like Pat Mahomes or, or Josh Allen or something like that. D- dope receivers just make a guy make his entire career. Because they just invented. throw it up, throw it over there, whatever, and the fucking guy goes and gets it. Well, the only positive is the, the kid for Ohio State who's currently in the lead, but both of them are taking reps, was Marvin Harrison's high school quarterback. So they connected for three years, and you can say what you will about that. I've watched him in spring. He looked like dog shit. I watched the last two practices last week. He looked like dog shit. But he's going to rely on them a lot more if they have that connection. So he'll get more balls. He'll get more catches. Or they could run the ball to all six running backs that were out all of last year. So there's options. The only problem with Ohio State's schedule is all their three toughest games are on the road. They're at Michigan this year. Uh, they're at Notre Dame this year as a night game, Tough. and then they're uh, also at Wisconsin. Do not sleep on Wisconsin this year with Luke Fickle as coach, and that's a night game in Wisconsin as well. That place goes bog fuck down there, yeah, and it's going to be tough. LSU at five. 
I'm laying money on that, I think. To be honest, I, I think LSU is better than Alabama. So do I. Um, we'll see. I, I would mean, have slotted again, them in a higher higher than Alabama. It, We're, it's just based on, on paper, they're definitely better. Uh, and they have more answers to questions already at this point. But the season hasn't started yet, so... Right. We're, we'll offici- we're officially inside the Brian Kelly is going to win a national championship window. Yeah. Like it'll be in the next like two to five years for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's- I don't think he's going to win one, but uh, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, that quarterback is currently favored for the Heisman there at LSU. Uh, he's back. He's in his fifth year. Uh, great wide receivers I'll out pass. of there. I'll pass on Jaden Daniels. He can't hit dudes five yards out. He'll run a lot. I look, he's he, not super accurate. He had 500 yards against Georgia. So, I mean, say what you will. That's, uh, that's a fucked Well, I guess Ohio State did too. So, who knows? Um, USC at six. That's a little low for me as well. Like, dude, you got Caleb Williams back. You're playing in a week pack 12. This is going to be a classic Lincoln-Riley team. They're going to make the playoff and get absolutely butt-fucked. Well, the somebody. problem with USC is they still do not have a defense mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And they lost uh, their three best wide receivers this year. So. Yeah, and I don't give a fuck how good your offense is. You're not winning at this period in football. You're not winning without a good defense. And right. They'll win their no conference, way. I think. They'll win their sure, conference. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Who, like, eh. who else is even good in that conference? Oregon. Yeah, with Oregon's always solid. And I don't know, is, U- is UCLA still feisty? No, they lost their quarterback. They got play- He was actually the third string for... Uh, the Browns now. They got to play enough. at Oregon, so mm. and then yeah, Utah's, still, keep an eye on. Utah's still legit. They still so. play Utah, yeah. Uh, Utah at home at least. Uh, Utah at home. They got to play at Notre Dame. Oof. So they're well, probably mm, that's that. a tough schedule. If they can, that might be a loss. If they can win the pack with one loss, they're in. Mm. Yeah. They got to play at Arizona State. Oh shit! A yeah. frisky Arizona State team. <laughs> Come on, we're not doing that. Well, well they always come. get caught once, right? Like USC always gets caught by some stupid fucking sleeper team. Yeah, if they, yeah. Don't, if they don't lose the game, they'll at least all come home with HPV. Exactly, yeah. exactly. We've got Penn State at seven. D'Anthony. That's, uh, a, that's a little low, too. I think Penn State's going to be top five this year. I, that was, dude, I've been hearing a lot of positive shit coming out of, of uh, College Station mm-hmm. up there. Do you want to know Penn State's record, I think, against top ten teams under James Franklin? Mm-mm. It's like two and 21. And not surprising uh, because most of those are against Ohio State. I can name yeah. six. Ohio State and Michigan. They haven't six been. Six or seven. Penn State has not been very good for a while. No, so they kind of just kind of ride on the coattails of playing a tough schedule, but they never win the games. Mm. Well, the problem is you're still going to beat Ohio State's. I think looking at that record, by the way, their losses, 21 out of 22, are against Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. So it's tough. Those schools aren't going anywhere, but uh, Penn State is going to be fucking good this year. Florida State at eights. That'll change opening week. So you got a five versus eight matchup mm-hmm. opening weekend. We will be there for that one. We'll find out who Florida State is. I, I feel like they take a step back this year. I, I don't no, know if Norvell's recruiting his ass off. He I, is. I actually don't know that this game is going to matter that much no. in terms of seeing who Florida State is or for the national championship picture because Florida State loses, wins the ACC. Wins out, wins in. the ACC. Boom, they're in. But they still got to go up against Clemson. And I like that at number nine is Clemson. I like that Klubnik kid. Uh, I think he's going to be fucking great. I think Clemson's going to be back this year. We'll see. I mean, it, Florida State better do something because their AD is out there talking all kinds of shit. Well, they're yep. about to get that Saudi money, you know, <laughs> from J.P. Morgan and uh, the PIF. They sure are. They sure are. It'd be so dope if MBS rides out on the horse and just mm-hmm. throws just does the, the chop. into the field. Yeah, it does oh, the chop. Oh, oh, oh. And a towel wrapped around his head. Yeah, and he's got a spear and on the spike. It's uh, Khashoggi's head. Mm-hmm. Khashoggi. Well, fucking lean into it, bud. Yeah. Why not? And just have the intestines flowing oh, yeah. right behind him <laughs> into the end zone. Does the, the honorary horse. coin toss. Be great. Man. And it explodes great. when it hits the ground. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they all put headphones on with music so you don't have to hear the screams. I don't know much about Clemson's skill position players outside of Clubnik, though, to be honest. Like, who do they bring back running-wise because... It's been they they you know it's it's a major university they get depleted and they re, restock but I don't really know their running backs or receivers. I think it might be ETN's brother actually, but uh, we'll see. I, I don't know too much about Clemson. Did he transfer? There was an ETN at Florida. Uh, no, there was uh, there was uh, there's a few of them, and I don't know if they're related or not. But uh, I'll punt on this one. Uh, I'll study up on Clemson. I don't know enough about him. Tennessee at ten. Lose me with that shit. <clears throat> yep, that's get generous. Them. No, they'll put up numbers. They Same will. offense, um, Milton. But different, be, different quarterback. They're not going to end the season. Milton will be just Wait, as How old is fucking Milton? 35. I don't know. He started in Michigan, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be like his fifth or sixth year, yeah. <laughs> I think he'll be equally, is if not better, than Hooker was. They're, gonna, they're, they're not going to finish as a top 10 team. No. 
I, yeah, I don't. I don't think give so me, either. Give me all the Tennessee stock you sell. Yeah, give I'm me selling all I'm of sell, it. I'm selling it too. You buying that Hypel stock? Fuck the Tennessee stock. I know. I was low on them last year, and now. I mean, he carved up. Milton carved up Clemson in the fucking mm-hmm. uh, uh, bowl game. Bowl game last year in the Orange Bowl. He did. He looks good. I just don't know about the defense. Um, well, the defense sucks. I know. I we were there. We saw it last so, year. So I mean, they'll probably they'll probably win nine, ten games, one, two losses, but you're, they're not going to win. You, even if they made the playoff, they're going to get fucking destroyed. The defense is all based on what the offense does because Heupel runs his offense so fast that if it's a three and out, it's literally 15 seconds. Mm. So the defense has to go back out and yeah, yeah. yeah they're they're the, the success on defense for them last year was primarily predicated on their uh, uh, secondary, right? Not necessarily pass rush or anything. So I don't know. Did they, they lost at least one of their cornerbacks, I believe, to the draft. Um, you know, I have to look it up, but my assumption is on a team like Heupel's big on turnovers mm. they've been recruiting better he's not the best recruiter but i'm sure they have the right guys in place once you get to a, a school once you get to knoxville yeah. yeah uh next at 11 is washington who fucking cares i think they're gonna be sneaky is it phoenix yeah phoenix is still there phoenix is rising there they i they they are a good dark horse to win the pack i can't but as I, like a they'll be like a two if they win the pack i bet they're like a two loss team and nobody makes the he'll throw for 500 yards a game and he'll be in the heisman race because there's no defense in the trap 12. And, uh, yeah, I look, they'll be fine, but we won't know anything Ooh. about this team until the end of the year. They start with Boise. Where at? At Boise? <laughs> no, Washington. Okay. Uh, dude, mm. Boise's going Washington-UCF back-to-back to open the season. Wow. I mean, got to make that money. Yeah, you sure do. For the program. They also sure play do. Michigan State at Michigan State. Boise does? No, uh, Washington. Okay. okay. Michigan State's pretty down right now. They're right? pretty yeah. down, yeah. Still, yeah. still well, decent got a defense, but... Fucking paycheck, you know? We got a new contract, <laughs> right. so... Um, 12 is Texas. I'm Lose not... I, I think... So, everybody's talking about their quarterback stuff. That's great. Bijan Robinson, one of the best college football running backs of all time, yep. just left, and that's going to hurt. I don't give a fuck what they do. They got a really great running back coming in behind them. They got some great receivers there. I'm high on Texas, and I'll give you a, a preseason shocker here before we do our way too early uh, uh, poll uh, and winner next week. Um, I think Texas is going to beat Alabama at Alabama. I think Texas is going to lose by three touchdowns in Alabama. Really? Yep. Why? Because they're fucking Texas, dude. <laughs> the same reason that the Mets spent $280 million on payroll this year and can't win a goddamn game. I can't. I, look, I can't argue with that. Texas is Texas, so yeah. I, we'll see. They Texas find has, a way. They the, steal defeat from the jaws of victory. They've got a couple toughies, too, man. At Alabama, obviously. Yeah, but then yeah. they, uh, the, I think they'll beat the shit out of Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's still going to suck. Mm-hmm. But they uh, have to go to Baylor, and then at, they're at mm-hmm. TCU as well. And then... The always freaky at Iowa State. Wait till we go to Norman. TCU kind of got dismantled, though. Yeah, right? they lost their best wide receiver. They lost their quarterback. They lost their running back. For sure, for sure. We'll I, see how they come back. But yeah, those are still tough away games. I, I mean, mean it, Baylor is the one that really I look at look at yeah. as, as going to be rough for them. Uh, next up is Notre Dame at 13. Love Sam Hartman. Uh, excited to watch this team this year. The only thing for Notre Dame and their fans is they have the toughest schedule uh, next to probably Bama in college football this and year. still one of the youngest coaching staffs mm-hmm. in the country. Yeah, and then they just lost their offensive coordinator, too, on top of it, down to Bama. So I don't know what's going to happen just based on their Tommy schedule. Tommy Reese went to fucking Bama? He did. Yep. He's the offensive coordinator down there. Wow. So He left uh, his fucking alma mater to go to Bama? With Buckner. He's <laughs> the one that, that uh, got Buckner down there. So we'll see. But I think it's a fun team, and I'm certainly nervous about Ohio State playing their week three. I'm a little surprised. I mean, I guess it's everything's a bit new there, right, uh, as far as the composition of the team. But at 13 seems a little low for me. I thought they may be higher on this I list. I did, too. I thought they would be uh, eight. Eight mm-hmm. is where I had them they seem, I mean, they seem like a top 10 team to me. That schedule is just... This, this is the coach's poll, though. And you know what the coach's poll is based on? Brands. It's based on the brand. And then if you have one player who's an outstanding player, like Phoenix, Washington should not be this high. Notre Dame should be above Washington. As a matter of fact, Utah should be above Washington as Texas well. Texas should be above Washington. There's a lot of teams that should it's, be above it's, Washington. It's just... I, that, to his point before, we it's said this bullshit. last year and the year before that on this exact show that... This coach's poll is based on based on dudes that don't watch the fucking games. We're recruiting. Yeah. It's based on recruiting. Well, that's they all d- they know. They know the highlights of the teams, but they well, don't know the Well, they were all after the same guys. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> for sure. They definitely are aware of that. Uh, 14, Utah. Cam Risen's back for his 30th year. Good for him. 
I want to see him play until the year 2034. I want him to not get hurt in the Rose Bowl. Uh, which one? Both. Oh, that's right. He went back-to-back Rose Bowl. He sure did. He got injuries. hurt against Ohio State in the fourth quarter. And that's what cost him the game. It did. Yeah. Well, who else? Uh, what, was the, what was the other one before Penn that? State. Yeah. Because they were rolling uh, before he got injured there. And uh, he's great. Fun to watch. Uh, had that last-second comeback against USC last year. Open up with Florida this year at yeah, home. Yeah, I think they're going to smoke them. Did you see, hey, did you see the spread, the opening spread on mybookie.com? Hmm. Minus eight for Utah against Florida. Kinda I don't like, even see Florida in the top 25. They're not. I kind of like the Gators there with the points. Eight? Eight. So, so not to win, but to yeah. – yeah. Utah wins, but eight? They're I mean, not even coming in as a top 25 team, though, Florida. Remember, right, Florida was still SEC. You know? Florida wasn't a la- top 25 team last year, and they beat Utah. They still SEC. Oh, opening week. You're right. They beat them. But that was, what, 100-degree weather? And it with was- Richardson. Yeah. Now, yeah. we don't even know. Like, they're, the guy that was supposed to take over him was in jail for a while. And he's for now in for jail child anymore. porn. Yeah. So, who's, who's playing he's quarterback going. in Florida? They're gonna, Everybody gets one. Are they going to bring Tebow back or revive No, they, got, they got two transfers. They got uh, Mertz from Wisconsin, and they got Jack Miller from Ohio State. Both are equally not Jack Miller was good. Eh, he was terrible. He didn't get to play. Mertz Ohio was State, good so. coming out of high school. He just maybe was in the wrong system at Wisconsin. He got injured at Wisconsin, yeah. so we'll see what happens there. Well, Oregon's next, fifteen. That's probably right. They're always solid. Who's always their quarterback? Good. Bo Nix. Bo Nix still. God, again. That's Give right. me that Bo Nix stuff. <laughs> right. Let's go. That, I mean, at this point, you, in like you, you can get by on a quarterback in this part of the rankings and, and lower. Like, yeah. I mean, Washington's. Barring disaster, is going to be a top twenty-five team because everybody, of all of them, have athletes at, at running back and wide receivers. As long as you can keep enough people healthy, you can fucking manage that situation. And Oregon usually has a relatively good defense as well. I mean, yeah, some some years they're extremely good, especially in the pass rush. They they send some of the best pass rushes in the NFL. Um, but that I, I don't know how it's going to play over there in the Pac-12 this year. I don't either. I don't either. And here's where things get desperate here. TCU at 16. No way. You're trying to rebuild an entire offense after getting beat by 65 points in the national championship. I don't see them anywhere near the top 20 this year. Um, it's going to be a rough year. I wonder what their schedule looks I, like. Boy. It's strange because you're trying to figure out who's playing who again. Yeah. Because uh, most of this doesn't kick in until next year for the conference realignment. They'll probably still put up points with Sonny Dykes, but... Sonny Dykes, yeah, he always puts up points. Honestly, they have a pretty fucking favorable schedule. They get, they get Baylor at home. They get Texas at home. Their toughest game is literally at K-State. It's a pretty squishy <clears throat> schedule. Well, K-State's K-State is at 17, by the way. K-State's uh, going to win the Big 12. Who do they have? Who's they brought their, everybody their, back. Will so Howard, I don't. I don't Will know. Howard's their quarterback. Uh, not their, their, their running back got drafted. Oh, that's right. The running back got drafted, but the rest of the composition on both sides of the ball pretty much came back. So they're in. They're in a good spot in the Big Twelve. Uh, and then you got Oregon State at eighteen, uh, a team with no conference. That team. Yeah. The, I and they're ranked that, eighteen. That team's got to come out fucking rate. It's not their fault. It's like, not, yeah, it's not their fault. Oregon State, by the way, when they're good, are super dangerous because it's yeah. a weird fucking place to go play mm-hmm. already. And if, when they actually have a good team, they fucking win nine or ten games I mean, every, if, every time. If you're Oregon State this year, the football team in particular, you've got to be basically living out the plot to Major League, right? Yeah. Like, you're playing for your yes. life. Yep. Yeah. Fuck yeah. them. Let's go win this whole fucking thing. And look, their schedule, they play at Wazoo. That's my – I think Wazoo sucks, actually. They, they get Utah at home. That's scary for fucking Utah. And they were in the void for such a long time. Jonathan, Jonathan Smith slowly building them back up yeah. to like some sort of relevance. Dude, they catch everyone at home who could be tough on their schedule, except, and this is going to be huge, if they can, if they can do it, uh, the Civil War game is at Oregon. How, how could you not put a stamp on the year? You somehow dark horse your way to the Pac-12 title game, and you do it by beating the, the team that's going to the Big Ten and the, fucking That you. fucked you in their house. That'd be great. It'd be great to see. And, but they get Utah at home. They get UCLA at home. They get And they get Washington at home. So their three toughest games until Oregon, the last game of the year, are, are all home games. It would be a fun story, too. Uh, I hope they do well this year because they got fucked. I'm an, I'm an Oregon State fan. Same. I'll, I'll root for those guys this year. They got fucked in this whole situation. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got Oklahoma at 19. Don't Lose believe in Oklahoma. Not, I, I think, I, Venables, I think, will be a good coach, but they're not anywhere close. No, and they've got to start on the defensive side and completely tear down this team and yeah. rebuild it. I'm, I'm sure they will have 
offensive success because they have athletes. Like I mean, they always Gabriel, do. He's fine. Yeah. He'll but pad his stats. Venables is a defense guy. Yep. So, I mean, until they have a couple more years probably to build that shit, to build that pipeline, it's just going to be – but, it's again, it's also – that conference doesn't play a whole lot of defense. The defense anyways. Well, but they're they're going to the year. SEC the year after, and that's yeah. where the problems are going to start because it was, they, Sooners fans aren't going to put up with a losing record. Gabriel got they hurt, were, well, and then they literally didn't have a quarterback. Like they just didn't have a backup quarterback. So that's why they lost so many games. Last weren't they year. like six and eight last year or some shit? No. Uh, well, yeah, I, I think so. It got dicey at the end. Yeah, let's see. They lost a fuck ton I'm, of games. I think at the they end. maybe made. They were six and seven. Six. And so they seven, made a yeah. bowl game, lost the bowl game. Yeah. 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 Yeah, get dicey. Uh, next up, we got uh, number 20 here, Drake May. Snooze. I'm not even going to say uh, UNC because, let's face it, the only reason they're in the top 25 is because of the quarterback. Wow. The rest of that team is garbage. He should have transferred and gone somewhere else, wow. in my opinion. But, Coach, too. Uh, Mac Brown. Mac I Brown. like Mac Brown. Mac Brown. He'll do something. The problem is... He recruits well. Recruiting to UNC is difficult, uh, especially for football. I think they had a top 20 class, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by that, but we'll see. Top twenty. I mean, the though, ACC is pretty easy to fucking win in. So it is. Yeah. Who knows? Top, Maybe top twenty will get it done in the ACC. That would probably rank them thirteenth in the SEC. So exactly, I mean, it's yeah, it, it is, is what it is. is. Uh, next up, we got Wisconsin at twenty-one. I think this is low. This is one of my sleeper teams this year. Uh, I think these guys are going to do some fucking damage. Is Fickle good to go? Fickle's year great, one? and not only that, they got the best. Uh, transfer portals of all time over there. Two superstar wide receivers, a superstar fucking quarterback. Um, the running backs are always good at, at Wisconsin. And Fickle's great defensive coach. Uh, this team will finish inside the top fifteen this year. I'm, I think. I'm glad they're back. I was kind Same. of. I, I, they Same. were getting really boring. I like. It, I like it when Wisconsin's good. It's been a while. When's the last time they were good? When fucking Russell Wilson was there. Mm, like 2012, a little after that, but not much. Or two, well, what year? Was Jonathan Taylor. So what? Three years ago? Because he's he was. Yeah, great. but they didn't win anything. He just Jonathan Taylor was the leading rusher every single. Well, year they've always had years. a good defense and a good running back. <laughs> now they're going to air it out and try to do what Desmond Ritter did and all that stuff. <clears throat> Pardon me, it's Cincy. So it, it's a fun team. This quarterback can sling it, dude. So I, yeah, you guys got to go there too. That's yeah, tough. and it, and they just said they announced it was a night game. That's going to be fucking brutal in that yeah. stadium. If you have not been to Madison to party, holy shit, dude. They burn it the fuck down. I would love nothing more than Hardy F. Seltzer to be in that stadium, around that stadium, everywhere there. It's a blast. Uh, next up, Ole Miss at 22. I don't know who this team is. I, I like Lane Kiffin and all that shit. It's fine. But uh, they got Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart. Is he even going to start, though? I think he was like – it was a QB competition. I know. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen there. And they didn't pull any superstar recruits that really – Drew my dick out look of my jeans. So look for a potential Ole Miss upset week two against who at Tulane, who's also ranked. Yeah, they're ranked next. They're twenty three. I think they're ranked right next to each other to make that, to make that game a little more juicier. Well, they were I'm just in. in a New Year's Six bowl. Yeah, they yeah. Were. I'm in. I'm in. I don't believe in Ole Miss. Uh, o- Ole Miss is going to lose like five games. They sure year. are. Here's Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss <laughs> plays at Tulane week two, which they'll, they'll be favored in. They that are favored. That in. might be the least amount of. Total teeth at a game <laughs> all season. Yeah, Louisiana. That's going to be and a, then a Ole Tiger Miss? King yeah. special. Yeah, it's, me, it's private Louisiana. So that's like, Tiger that's King special. That game. Man. It's rich Louisiana. They play. They have teeth. They play at Alabama. They get. They catch LSU <laughs> at home, and then A and M comes to them, and then they play at Georgia as well. I mean, that's you talking about Tulane. No, no, no. Oh, Ole Miss. Yeah, that's a, that's fucked. three losses. Like I think on their schedule minimum. Yeah, they're out. Uh, Texas Tech at twenty four. No idea. Uh, don't really care. Seven and five. Yeah, I, it's why even bother. Same thing with A and M. Maybe so. A and M is twenty five. This one's an interesting one to me. They have the recruits. These guys are a year older. They beat Bama last year. We, we talked about Can this. They not just turn it around. We here? talked about this last year. If you include both uh, uh, recruits and portal, they had six of the top eight defensive players. Yep. Either through the portal or through the fucking through the recruitment process, and they still sucked. So how is that possible? Well, I don't know. It takes time to build a defense, and well, even even at Clemson, it took time for them to put pieces into place. So didn't half their team quit midway through the season? They weren't thrilled about what was no, going I think on. No, like they entered the transfer yeah. portal, like they yeah. left. So yeah. Jimbo, I don't know. Jimbo's not a great coach. He's on the hot seat this year, so we'll see. I, mean, he I think of, he kind of got carried kinda, by Jameis. Yeah, he just kind of rode Jameis to a couple of fucking good seasons after Bobby. 
after all those years and it was like all right now it's your team you're like oh shit i'm not any good at this yeah. i guess i'll go to a different school <laughs> we'll find out i think bama is at a and m this year uh and that'll be a night game that'll be fun and we'll probably have to pop up there uh somebody from that fraternity hit me up to do mm. a, a live show from there at bama no it's uh it's at, it's in college station oh, i mean yeah, yeah, i've yeah. had good times in college what's station. the date on that it is uh for which game uh, october 7th Woo. oh the bama game okay be yeah. fun at least yeah. the weather will be cool here yeah we can do I, that i would do that for sure uh, as always, we're brought to you by MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. All the opening week one lines are up for college football. You can bet on them right now. Uh, Notre Dame is up first. That is the uh, week zero game. They are at Navy. Uh, that'll be a fun one to watch, another fun one to bet on. But uh, every other game is already on the board. Ohio State, Alabama, all these guys, everybody is up on the board to bet now as well as Week one in the NFL. All those spreads are up and available, and you can start betting on them now, as well as the Heisman Trophy, uh, National Championship, college uh, football playoffs, uh, and the Super Bowl. You can also bet on the MVP this year uh, for the NFL. Everything is up on mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Next up, we got drinkingbrostickets.com. Now, if you want to go to any of these games, uh, head on over there right now. We're about $10 cheaper than StubHub. All the tickets are live for college football right now. A uh, bunch of tickets are already gone for uh, LSU-FSU. Uh, that Bama-Texas game is already heating up as well. And uh, uh, the UCF game is already sold out. So good for them. They pack it in there. We will be there. We will be with you live uh, on August 31st at UCF. So join us there. Tickets are pretty cheap. Uh, go to drinkingbrostickets.com. All right, we'll move on over to uh, UFC here. What did you think of the, uh, the the card on Saturday nights? I mean, it was decent in Nashville until they got to the main event. Uh, you had San Hagen, who tore his tricep in the first round against Rob Font. It was supposed to be like a fun five-round barn burner where they just kind of like unload on each other. It ended up being Corey Sanhagen just taking down Rob Fawn at will. So five rounds of him just – I think it was uh, – there was less significant strikes in this fight than um, the Rose-Carlo Esparza fight. So when I told you to not bet on Rob Font, did you listen to me? You know, I took Sanhagen, but I, I okay, had good, And I took sure. Sanhagen by decision, but this is not what I was – even with that ticket in hand. So you're, I was hating, like, you're not, hating on the best kickboxer in the division for having the ability – to take down a top opponent. Did you watch the fight? It was awful. Yeah, I did. it was like he did nothing. What do you want him to do? Literally anything with his elbows. Like he's the, the he's crowd, one of the most the exciting fighters. Yeah. He's literally one yeah. of the most exciting fighters in the UFC, and he made he turned into a complete dud. You get hurt round one. Like I mean, what do you expect? No, I know, but look, the crowd was booing the entire time. Uh, it Again, was, it's the main event. Less significant strikes than Carla Esparza Rose. That is a statement. That's a tr- that's a you, reality. What do you, what do, you do even I know that's bad. I'm, I'm gonna wait on that. I'm gonna let Rob sit in that. For wait, what's that? <laughs> even no, Rob, no, knows we're that the most, right? even the Rob knows it. Yeah, we're still in the Rob moment. knows it. Uh, but yeah, I, look. Otherwise, the rest of the card was pretty entertaining. The I watched that before I watched the Jake Paul fight. Grappling's great if you do something with it, but he did nothing because Rob Font just kind of held on to him because he didn't want to get smashed with elbows. Why couldn't Rob Font get up? Apparently his takedown defense was not good. No. no. So 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 this entire time when you're like, why are you hating on Rob Font? Did did we finally prove it? I just wish they stood up and like banged like they were supposed to. It's Rob supposed Font to be, is terrible. Here's yeah. the thing, Cor- Corey wants a title shot, right? He's not going to get a title shot. Dana left in the fourth round. He's going to have to fight Umar now. He probably was going to have to do that anyway. No, if he was excited and knocked out Rob Font, he probably would have got a title shot. Who's next? How far away is Dana from just saying you guys can't go on the ground anymore? Because he walked out of that, that fight. Well, that will never happen. You don't think no, so? That, no. That's part of the sport. He just walked out of that fight. I've never seen he's, an he, owner of a, 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 an entire sport walk out during a main event like well, that. Well, he's done it a few times, especially when Francis is there. Yeah, he does it as like a <laughs> statement. Well, he hates Francis, obviously, right? So Francis is gone. But uh, for Sanhagen, it was a little bit surprising. Because if he indeed was hurt in the first round like that, he should have known and stuck around. But, uh, you know, when the yeah. booze started to come down, he got the fuck out of there. 
San Hag- like in six months from now, San Hagen will be looked at as a guy who found a way to win after being extremely compromised. Like it's it's pretty shitty now, but in six months we'll forget about it. Okay. No, I will always have that stat in the back of my head. He had less significant strikes in the entire fight. When you bet on another dog and keep going down and then chase the bets later on in no, the I night. No, I had San yeah, Hagen no, no, no. by decision. I know, I, but no, this, this was literally this, a perfect this, fight This for line me. of thought in your head right now is what's causing you to be poor. <laughs> yeah. I had the right line of decision. Like you still and you're going want an entertaining against fight. it right now. You want an entertaining fight. You're literally fight. talking yourself out of making it's money. It's the main event. Stop it's it. in Nashville. Stop it. You have Just to stop it. Dude, it was terrible. It was an awful fight. It's a, it was an objectively bad fight. You cannot defend that. Oh, today's episode is so full of hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, look, Delco is just oozing it. Did you? How much did you lose this weekend? What was it? What was the dollar amount that caused you well, to be like this it's today? It's the same amount that I've lost all year. So, like, it doesn't matter. Sixty-four <laughs> percent of your week's salary. For hundred percent of the week's salary, he won a scratch off this morning. I so. did. did. So you? we're back. Well, hey, the the Mega Millions is up to one point six billion dollars. So yeah, shit. Tomorrow night, yeah. But Billy Hill let me down. He did. And then the Braves, of all people. Like, I, I kept betting on the Braves to beat the Cubs. Braves lost two out of bad, three this bad weekend. Series, Not bad great. series. We Not left great. a lot of guys on base. Mm-hmm. You guys are frauds. That's <laughs> pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah. I was and, watching the Sunday night game but, uh, last it's night. But it's crazy that he's defending this fight. Like, it was a truly bad fight. It was a bad fight. Just admit it was a bad fight. Entertainment-wise, yes. But that's no. not what we're talking about Just here. We're talking about a man who bad tore fight. his tricep and then beat another man for 20 more minutes. <laughs> Who had no takedown defense? Great. He just Dan, let me rip your arm off and then let you fight another. Let you fight Rob for twenty minutes. He did nothing. He did nothing. George, we just want to be entertained. All right. Now, granted, it was free, and I have to pay for it, so it's fine. He's not getting a title shot now. That's it. And even there will be a vacant title probably because Aljo is going to beat Sean O'Malley. He'll move up to one fifty-five, and they'll have to pick two guys. And Dana will spitefully pass up Sanhagen. Tell us more, Nostradamus. I'm, I'm calling it. Now. It checked out. Yeah, that, that all checks out to You're me, too. You're saying Dana's not a spiteful person. He hates everybody. He hates everybody. You piss him off, he will not fuck you fuck over. Fuck yeah, dude. He walked out of the arena. What I'm saying is he'll be more mad at someone else within two weeks. Mm. What I'm saying is Sanhagen's going to be fighting lady boxers in Thailand in, in an hour. No, he's going to get fed out. to a real wrestler. Yeah. He's like, uh, Dana's going to be like, oh, you want to wrestle? Here's Umar again. And what happens uh, if he stops Umar in the second? He's not going to. Also, everyone knows that Dana White, yes, buries hatchets, but he keeps maps of where he puts them. Sure does. So, Sure does. Uh, when did you, what year did you write that joke? That's a Taylor Swift line, baby. Taylor Swift. Come on, dude. That's a T-Swizzle line. Come on, dude. She's on fire. These. She gave her hat to Kobe's daughter over the weekend. R.I.P. We'll switch on over to uh, Nate Diaz versus uh, Jake Paul. Did you guys watch it? No. No. No? I did. I, I did. Did you watch it, Giorgio? I watched the, the I highlights after, and it was just as pointless as I thought it was going to be. I watched uh, Hairspray starring Zac Efron at the movie from 2007. <laughs> Excellent movie. And it's, it's a bit less scripted than a Jake Paul fight. Yeah. So Excellent I thought movie. It was... I want to throw this microphone at you. <laughs> Excellent movie. Um, no, I, so I, I ended up watching the fight just because of the hype online. Jake oh, came watched, in on the tank and I watched everything. the one I before. The women's fight Dude, before was the, great. That girl. And then as soon as Jake and, and Nate started pretending to fight, I went to sleep. Amanda <laughs> Serrano, by the way, is a blast to watch. Yeah, yeah. That, every fight she, is a fucking war. Dude. She's opened up for him every single fight. <clears throat> she's a fucking monster. Every she's, fight is a Every war. fight is awesome. She give there's a shit. blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Uh, with Jake Paul and, and, uh, and Nate Diaz, I'm actually going to switch what I said from the last three weeks. I was proud of Nate Diaz. For never having boxed before to stand up to that punishment for 10 fucking rounds. One, he was exhausted. Two, he could have gone down 58 times in that fight and still stayed up. I couldn't fucking believe that he was able to finish 10 rounds. I couldn't believe it. Dude, I like get that Jake Paul is still making just money off this, so whatever, do whatever. But like, no one cares anymore. Is he? He is. It okay, was sold out. Okay, American sure. Airlines Arena was sold out. Look, for the ticket company. For yeah. I, DSO, I checked right? the Well, I checked the back end of it. You're playing where the Mavericks played. You're selling out twenty thousand seats. Dope arena too. Ringside was going for two thousand fucking dollars. That's man. a lot of money, but they um, blow a lot of money. The best fights from that night, though, were the videos of the people in the concession stand lines beating the shit yeah. out oh, of each other. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Oh my god, yeah. there was so much white trash fucking wailing on each other. So much, and it was uh, it's fun. It's a circus. It's fun. Um, but I now after watching this, if Nate Diaz is able to stay up for ten full rounds, and I thought Nate won probably three of them. 
Jake has zero well, shot the, against the, a real fucking boxer. The judges zero. show him winning zero of those rounds. Uh, of Nate? Yeah. I actually gave Nate three rounds in that. I think they scored it 100 to 90, all, all three judges. No, they, they, they gave some of them gave uh, uh, Nate a, a handful of rounds there, but uh, to stay up, because he got knocked down, and I, he didn't have to get up. He could have just taken he the He put money. him in the ghillie in the 10th round, right? And that was hilarious. Like, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, it was fun to watch. And, uh, you know, if you're Jake Paul and you can't knock out a 37-year-old guy who's, yeah. who's yeah. never yeah. boxed before. And Nate's looked yeah. really old Fight lately. a boxer. Fight a fucking boxer. Why well, he can't? I and, know. And I learned that after watching fight this fight. Fight a boxer your age, you'll die. He'll, he'll die. He fought Tommy. Terry. He fought Ter- Tommy. Was but kind even of a Tommy wasn't that great. You take that journeyman you and I went and watched against Ryan Garcia, who who put Garcia through mm. twelve rounds. You fight a guy like that, he's putting you on your fucking ass. Yeah, I'd rather see him fight Bradley Martin in MMA. Now fight. that's a fight I want to see. Dude, Bradley Martin versus Jake Paul MMA. Well, so here's the thing: uh, after the fight. They agreed to fight MMA. That's not, not going to happen. Happening. You don't think so? Jeez. I know no. it's not going to happen. No. I think it'll happen. No, They'll no. They'll just say it. Nate would be insane to do it. If, what Nate was saying after the fight was he wants to box again, and here's why. Mm-hmm. To do MMA, you have to sign with PFL because that's where Paul signed with. Correct. He's and not he's not going to do that because if he does that, then he's not going to get that fucking Connor trilogy. Well, the, and the other one, Or too. Dustin. I, but Either the other way, one is. But he'll never get another thing from UFC. Yeah, this was this was the most money Nate has ever made in his entire career. As a matter of fact, last the, or Saturday night probably paid for every fight combined in his entire career. Oh yeah. So he would definitely want another boxing match to get that money and then go back to the UFC to fight Connor. He's not going to sign with the PFL though to fight MMA to then piss off Dana and then try to go back to the UFC. It that would be happen. a mistake. I don't think so either. Um, but we'll see what happens here for Jake. If you're Jake Paul. I think the only remaining fight you have left besides a Diaz rematch is, is Conor McGregor. If it's just going to be a spectacle and two guys boxing at this point, because he's not going to fight a real boxer, and there's nobody else that will sell pay-per-views. Conor's never fighting again. I think he'll box for money. Maybe box, but he's never going to fight in the UFC again. Well, the rumor is over the weekend that he's going to fight in December. Do you buy any of that? No. No. Okay. Because right now they got him listed at, I think, December 7th right now. No. Pearl Harbor Day. He's yeah. definitely not fighting Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler lost that fight. He is not interested in Michael Chandler at all. Which is really sad. It he is. F- he fumbled that bag. <laughs> well, Chandler did everything right. It was just did he? he? even did a whole season of Ultimate Fighter, which is the worst show on television. It's terrible. And uh, he just couldn't keep Connor's interest. And that's just how the game works. Connor doesn't want to fight him. Not going to fight him. What do you mean uh, keep I, his interest? I, I didn't that, watch the show. That seems like a really convenient excuse for a guy that doesn't want to get tested by USADA. Yeah, frankly, that's really it. Yeah. he's still on the he's still on all the gas. What does that mean? Keep his interest? He doesn't. He has no like. He has no beef with Michael Chandler, and he has no. He doesn't think Michael Chandler is like a, a big enough draw for him or something. I don't know. He has an ego. Well, he wants more money, and so you got to put you got to put at least another name in there. No, I think he's the, just insane. He's yeah, just he's, like he's just he's just like a, he's shouting things and is like. Trying to pick his next opponent. He's trying to pick Gaethje for now, but Gaethje will lose his interest in like six weeks. I'm over Conor McGregor now at this point. I am too. I never thought I would say that on this show, but like I'm over it because I don't think he can win. When I thought he could win, then I was interested. I don't know that he could win anymore. When's the last time you thought he could win? Uh, when you and I went to the Cowboys Cerrone fight, because we bet on it. You and I bet mm-hmm. a lot of money on that fight, and he won. Yeah, but that's because Cowboy is a tomato can. Uh, best, no, I agree. The best he's ever looked was when he beat Eddie Alvarez for the title at 155. That's when he had everything working, and then it's just been downhill since. He's just never been the same. So who's left for him that, that, that would actually move the needle for people to give a shit about? Masvidal. Oh, I would watch that. Mm-hmm. Now that I would but watch. But Masvidal's in the bare knuckle thing now. He owns part of it. So You're going to see Masvidal Askren, too, I think. Yeah, that's, that, <laughs> that is floating around. That rumor's floating around. Jorge would wreck Connor. But also, uh, it would be fun to watch. He's, he's quite a bit bigger, so it's not exactly. I would also well, watch the anymore, Diaz trilogy. I would watch that because <laughs> I don't know who's going to win. I'm also of the opinion I think Ben Askren would beat Jorge in a rematch because I think Ben Askren would just take him down and just kind of suffer. If he him. did the work to get his brain right again, maybe yeah. And if he started working out and didn't have a dad bod, his, no, he's he, got he, a hot bod. He pulled his shirt off recently. It's the best he's ever looked. So what's, he, like do, what's he doing, Georgia? I know teaches. you guys were homies. So he has a, a huge wrestling academy, probably the best youth sport, sports wrestling academy in the country. Um, he's put tons of guys into Division One programs. He's a couple NCAA national champions. So he just coaches. He uh, he's, does a podcast on flow and, uh, yeah, probably has some like brand endorsement deals too. 
about it. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll switch on over to soccer here. I watched that messy game last night. Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, it's must-see TV. Uh, I mean, he's just absolutely wrecking yeah, it's, the MLS. It's like putting Otani into the Little League World Series. It's yeah. fucking crazy, though, yeah. isn't it? Not only, not just, forget about what's happening on the field. What's happening off the field is so much bigger than what we've been able to understand so far. It's amazing. So it's gone from, uh, first of all, enter Miami went from not going to make the playoffs to making it, and now they're getting they they were winning every single game they were in last place right? they were in last yeah they were place. in last place but they also went from a middling social media presence to now their team has the highest social media presence of any american sports franchise yep in a month and their their uh stadium is a high school stadium mm-hmm. essentially they had to bring in more seats long. no it won't be they, they, i promise you they will have a new multi-billion dollar stadium directly well my wow. favorite and part that, about it so Lionel uh, messi Lionel messi by coming two or three years earlier than the other fucking great european soccer players did to mls that plus the fact that he's the best ever but those the the timing also is going to make this so much different than anything that's happened before. And to be honest, you're going to see more European guys come over. I agree. They're going to get. They're going to. They're going to establish their bona fides at one of the great European leagues, mm-hmm. and then they're coming over here to make fucking money. Because there is a timetable on this. When Messi retires, and you spend all that money to rebuild a new stadium mm-hmm. and do all this stuff for, Inter- you'll have Neymar by then. You'll have somebody hopefully, else. Hopefully, because otherwise, not it'll hopefully. just fucking you, sink th- again. No, no, the brand's huge now. Yeah. It, it is. It, 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 it blows up from that. You, you then use all that money to. Buy better recruits, better talent. Everything trickles up. I mean, just having Messi there opens up an entire network to the sport that you probably never had before. I mean, even on his own team, it took, what, two weeks after him signing with Inter Miami to have two additional guys that he's played with before come over to the team. It took him six hours to go to a Publix and get a pub sub and then take pictures with fans everywhere, which is the most... There was a guy, see that, that kid uh, who walked up to the car and he kissed his cheek and he yeah. started fucking crying like it was yeah. Jesus? Publix got uh, an estimated $400,000 in free advertising just from him going to the store. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, uh, you know, we, Dan and I had a call with those guys uh, three weeks before the Messi signing. The number was really fucking high and we're not that rich to pay for it, but uh, they knew he was coming. They said they were building a new stadium. And then the other call we took was with uh, Orlando. Uh, the Orlando MLS team, they're... Fucking ticket sales were monstrous, dude. Orlando City. I mean, they're monstrous. I couldn't believe it. I Is was it like, holy shit. Year? No, we've had Orlando City since, I think, my last year in college. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miami's still in last place, by the way. <laughs> they are. Used to doesn't matter. They're in the City. tournament now. They're in the tournament now, so they're moving on up. Okay. And uh, they could possibly win it having being in last place. And uh, it's fun to watch. He's got, what, seven goals? Three games or something? He'll, like he'll have one or two every game. It's nuts for dude. the entirety should, of his MLS career. He should, yeah. But Dan, to counter what you're saying about all the athletes coming here, I think Saudi has a little something to say about that. Maybe, yeah, but I don't think a lot of athletes want to be associated they with that. Really, don't, Mbappe they didn't take the money though. He didn't mm-hmm. take that billion dollars. But a bunch of people have. Yeah, like, uh, Ronaldo did. Benzema's well, over there. Yeah. Like, yeah, but uh, Ronaldo's 37. Mbappe's 24. Give, give it time. Yazer will find his way into the. And Mbappe was going to be the MLS. Goalies. Yeah. They might buy he the MLS, could. yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but it is fun to watch the pink jerseys. By the way, they're sick. I never thought I would be a fan of an all pink uniform, and here we are. But if it's Miami, oh yeah, 100%. fuck yeah, dude, fuck yeah, I'll be there this weekend. Uh, I bet you those things are sold out of the I stadium. Think the Marlins need a pink alt like fucking yesterday. Pink and teal. Oh yeah, we'll find out. We'll see what happens down there. But uh, yeah, good for them. Uh, it's cool. Football-wise, NFL-wise, uh, preseason has started here. Uh, games Thursday nights. Watch that uh, shit game on uh, last Thursday. Oh, you didn't want to talk about the uh, women's the national team? We'll get that. We're going to save that for last today, uh, for sure. But uh, surprising thing about the NFL, none of these running backs have signed yet. Still. Minimum we're wage. three weeks away from this season. I can't remember a time when you've had so many big-name running backs on the market who are just skipping... Not only training camp, but preseason games. Yeah. I don't know how any of these guys come into shape. Uh, and if you do fantasy-wise draft these guys, they're probably fucked. So it's very, very odd. And I don't know what's going to happen with this. Uh, where does Zeke go? Where does Dalvin Cook go? Well, Kareem Hunt went to visit with New Orleans over the weekend. Remember, New Orleans already has Jamal Williams, who rushed for 1,000 yards for Detroit last year. And uh, they also have Alvin Kamara, who's I think he's suspended for, what, four games? First three, yeah. So 
if they sign Kareem Hunt too, they have three like recent thousand yard rushers on their right. roster. That's that's interesting. Along with Olave and Michael uh, Thomas and, and Derek, Derek Carr is going to put up insane numbers. If he this like year. this is his this is his uh, uh, moment. If he doesn't succeed here, then it's just like hang him up, bud. Get the fuck out. But, uh, you yeah, got he, everything you need now. He's yep. a good. Like value fantasy quarterback to get this year. I feel sure, because like. I mean they they also have Taysom Hill. I mean it's like there's a lot of fucking offensive talent on this. Tons. Team. It is a it is kind of a, it's <clears throat> a little bit of a sort of Forty uh, ers situation <clears throat> where they have a lot of just like sort of Swiss Army knife guys. Yeah, but but and they're in a dog shit division. They don't uh, have the same coach. They, they're in the, they don't have the same coach. They're no, in no. the worst division. Yes, of all time yes. probably. Yes, they they. They probably will be the only team with a winning record in that division, you would think, right? And speaking of which, uh, Baker Mayfield has uh, seven interceptions already in practice. They don't know what the fuck they're going to do with him down there. Kyle Trask time, baby. Is it? Kyle yes. Trask. Kyle Trask. Why not at this point? I mean, like, Baker can't do anything. Kyle, Why not? Didn't Trask couldn't keep his starting job in, uh, in college, right? No, 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 no he, did. He, he did. He, he, he essentially – uh, Dan Mullen was a moron and was just in love with Felipe Franks yeah. because oh, Felipe God, Franks right. had a big old strong arm. And then Trask yeah. came in and they were actually competent. And yeah, good. But, uh, dude, I was at – so I was at the la- – I think this last or second to last game that Felipe Franks started because it was against Missouri and Drew Locke and we just lit him up, won by uh, multiple scores. But basically the entire reason for that was I had like a field line view of the whole thing and it was like Felipe Franks – just missing every open receiver by ten fucking yards. It's so fucking our buddy funny Jake. It was that, for dude. it was for Jake's bachelor party. He wanted to go to a game and just happened to be against Missouri. Uh, so me and my other buddy, who he knew, were just. I, I mean, he he left the stadium early because we were being so mean to him, and he couldn't take watching Felipe Franks miss receivers by ten yards yeah. all day. He's like, it's ruining my bachelor party week. I just got to get the fuck out of he here. He still like, beat Tennessee on the Hail Mary. Yeah, never forget. But that's Kyle Trask was a very good college quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Dan and I had the exact same experience. Uh, do you remember it was Felipe? Felipe Franks started against, uh, it was Miami versus Florida. He could not complete a fucking yeah. pass the entire game. And we terrible. were on the 50, like front row, so we, we got to see everything. And yeah. it was just like, I've never seen a, a more piss poor quarterback Dude, than Felipe and, Franks. And I don't know about that game, but like his guys were open. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Like, <laughs> wide open. They were open. Wide open. Oh, shit. He's a tight end for the Falcons? Yes. he was. A, they drafted him as a quarterback because it's the Falcons, bro. So they had him as a backup quarterback, and then this year they they moved him to tight end. They're trying to figure out something to do with him because they like his athleticism. He's big. Get him out of there. Just flush him down the toilets. Speaking of flushing him down the toilets, U.S. women's soccer team, you can flush that down the toilet. I called on the show last week. I went all in on Sweden. Uh, They won in penalties. Uh, No more sweet justice, though, than seeing uh, Megan Rapinoe miss that fucking... PK by about 20 yards, uh, sail it, and then just laugh afterwards. Like, very bizarre, this team this year. Well, I mean, that's – I don't I don't know. I wouldn't focus in on the laugh part too much. That's a sign of frustration. It's like, holy fuck, I can't believe I just missed that. I don't think she missed it on purpose and thought it was funny. I don't know why anybody – Not I, that. I don't know why everybody's keying in on the laughing part. That's weird. Uh, it was the last game of her career, and it's uh, it was strange to see that she wasn't frustrated or angry by it. Well, I that guess, is a so. sign of frustration. Yeah, it's like, I, I fucking hate all life. Yeah. Like, fuck everything. Yeah, but, like, you know, just desserts, too. Fuck her. Yeah. I mean, what a way to her. blow it on your last kick of your career in a world championship. And you have to live like that for the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah, you're just like, yeah. oh, damn. You know, round the 16. It. Then they ask her, like, what... Uh, of all the stuff that's happening, what was most meaningful for her? And she said, oh, equal pay. <laughs> yep. I just want to remind everybody that that shitty contract that they were under, that they protested to get out of and get one more similar to the men's, they both negotiated for and then signed that goddamn deal Correct. themselves. Yep. That was their whole thing. Larger percentage than the men's team. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily a bigger number but a bigger percentage and i by the way i feel the same way about the nfl players bitching over these fucking contracts and asking to be traded and everything else like some of these guys who are bitching like the white the the linebacker for the fucking box Devin white it's like bro you signed the best deal you, you could have at the time you know yes everything is going to change year by year but all these fucking assholes can't be asking for trades and more money and all this shit. Well, was like, he was he trying to get traded because of money, or does, does he not want to be in Tampa Bay and be on defense seventy five percent of the time because of Baker Mayfield? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's what's going to happen out there. 
Probably. All of their numbers, like he's going to have, he'll probably set his career high for solo tackles mm-hmm. and shit, but the team defense is going to be bad because they're going to be on the field constantly. All the time. Yeah. They fucking Got to account for that. Got to get paid for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as far as that women's team goes, by the way, I watched all of their matches. I watched a lot of the Women's World Cup. They're old. Uh, they're old. They're mm. slow. Their coach fucking sucks. They need to fire that guy. Uh, they have great young talent like Rodman and those guys that they can build around. Uh, that's what they really need to do. I don't. The coach, that guy was in fucking left field this entire uh, World Cup. I don't, I don't, I don't do, know where that guy came from. Do you think he had the authority... To uh, put those older women on the bench and play the new one. Not not that he doesn't literally have the authority, but wouldn't there have been quite a bit of blowback if some of those older underperformers were fucking on the bench while the younger people were out there? It's, there- a, it's a great question because uh, that came up in uh, the last World Cup with the men's. Mm. Um, <clears throat> who was the team that sat uh, Ronaldo? Portugal. 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 Yes. Um, so he did it. He was successful and. You know, they advanced and they moved on, and he was hailed as a genius at the time. You got to figure it out. Uh, you know, Alex Morgan should retire. Rapino is obviously retiring. Alex Morgan said she isn't. Uh, Julie Ertz said that was her last mm-hmm. match. You got to get out the old, bring in the new. I think USA is going to be fine, but the rest of the world is caught up. These, these women are good from around the world. And uh, female soccer is actually very, very good and fun to watch, in my opinion, because uh, they're very skilled. And uh, they're in trouble for – it's not a cakewalk anymore for the rest of, of, of uh, the years to come. Same with the NBA. Uh, remember they were putting pro players in there? Yeah. They're going to be up against it as well. No, the infrastructure from the rest of the world caught up. Like, no, not, not to discredit like the U.S. women, but they had a fucking massive advantage over the rest of the world for like 25 years. Correct. Where we, we, soccer here was way more built up than even in countries that like soccer more. Mm-hmm. We had a better soccer infrastructure for women. Mm-hmm. than fucking, like, England. And like and you said, Germany. same with the NBA, and Olympics are going to be a different story because the world, the best players in the world are from around the world. I know. The they're only problem is American. that they're not concentrated in one country one, right. the way um, the NBA Although is. France has taken a lot of people that aren't from France. Yeah. Yeah. Well. A Joel Embiid. Yeah, sure. And now they got fucking Wimbaia, you know I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then we'll close this out with uh, the the greatest fight of the weekend here. Oh, by far. Uh, my God, dude. Ramirez versus Tim Anderson. I was not expecting that. One, they squared up like boxers. Like and hockey I like to players. see that. It wasn't a slap fight like you usually see. Yeah. They squared up like hockey <clears throat> players, and Ramirez knocked him the fuck out. Did you see him trying to carry they were trying to carry anderson off the field yeah he had no legs whatsoever well ramirez played the next day and uh tim anderson did not because he's in the protocol for a concussion he has to be that's you saw him get fucking jelly legged and then not be able to walk back on his under his own weight the certainly new york saw that and they said take this guy off the field for a while by the way um tim anderson's been suspended six games and uh, Ramirez has been suspended three. That's really? Awesome. I don't know. Ramirez why. knocked him out. Yeah, well, but Ramirez started the, it. He Anderson started it for sure. Um, well, kind of. I don't know. Ramirez popped up and started talking shit. But um, Ramirez was also the guy that pushed the ump out of the way so they could fight, which was <laughs> nice because he didn't really push him down or anything. He's just like, hey, get out of the way. And then they backed up and squared up on each other, and they let it play out kind of like a hockey fight, which I thought was nice. I didn't like. All the other players jumping in, trying to stop it. Let the motherfuckers fight, man. Mm-hmm. And you know that's what, what we came for. He got is his, to see some passion in baseball. Guy he got his it. fucking shot in, and mm-hmm. honestly, like, dude. And Tim Anderson is having a meltdown about this. By the way, if you check out his Twitter, oh, he like, deleted, he's, he's, he's going. going he's, oh. he's deleted his. Yeah, he, he deleted all that stuff. But he is going. He's. Uh, this is AB. It's Anth- it's Antonio Brown. Yeah, like he's he got his bell rung, and he's just saying wild shit on Twitter now. Yeah, I, I mean, he's having a bad year. He's mm-hmm. literally. This is not a joke. Literally, he has hit as many home runs as he has been knocked out on mm. the field. Holy shit. He has one home run on the year. He is – he's – oh, another good thing I read, funny thing I read was uh, by someone who hates the White Sox was uh, it's uh, fitting that Tim Anderson got his ass knocked into the dirt since he leads the MLB in ground ball rate. Mm. Uh, Just another no, fucking – like he's bad. He, I don't really understand the suspension though. Like, you kicked him out of the game, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever, right? Yeah. Why suspend him? You know, I, I tweeted out baseball is back, and it really is. We talked about the ratings being up, attendance being up, and all that other shit. I love seeing shit like this. So dope. And this will live on forever. Ramirez will be a legend forever. The best response I read on Twitter was, uh, am I a White Sox fan? Yes. 
can I wear a Tim Anderson jersey out in public anymore? No, I can't. No, because everybody's going to make fun of me. Just put Bud Light on the back of that fucking jersey. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's I, like, what it is That's, now. that's what can't it is. Uh, but it was awesome. I love to see it. Yes, yeah, baseball is back. <laughs> and and either one of you watched it on Apple? What? What's that? Did you either one of you watch that game on Apple? No. No, no it was great it because they had significant strikes up. Because they have all the new the new data. That would be fucking oh, awesome fucking if that was funny. true. If that was true, that would be fucking awesome. The, if, I highly recommend you go look up the uh, Cleveland radio announcer call. Oh, yeah, dude. Good. Listen down to that. Down goes Anderson. Yeah. Dude, he's screaming down goes Anderson. It's fucking you amazing. Gotta, that's, that was his moment. It was, sure was. He, he probably wanted it. to be a boxing commentator his whole life. You know what I mean? Like Anik wants to do yep. NFL. And he sees like, it, dude. That's my fucking moment. That was. That's that was the best you call it. of the year. Megan Rapinoe, that's how it's fucking done. <laughs> Bitch. Not shrinking in the moment. And it's it's really hilarious that this now becomes Tim Anderson's defining moment in his career and not the walk-off home run in the Field of Dreams game. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I watched uh, all the uh, uh, analysis for ESPN uh, at the analysts, I should say. Uh, Sunday night, all of them picked the Braves to win the World Series, and they said they had the best lineup top to bottom. You guys host Tomahawk's podcast. Uh, is that true? It's not even close. That's what they said but on, you know, on ESPN. That, that, that's... <laughs> Don't that looks can be deceiving. Yeah, sometimes. Austin Riley scrub over five last night. <laughs> it's Riley, he's Left hit twelve home runs in the last thirty days, so I think he's going to be fine. Scrub. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at the. I lost so much money on the Braves this weekend. You shouldn't. Baseball. I would have told to you. I would have told. I would have definitely told you not to bet Saturday because Bryce Elder's mm. been having a month and a half. Yeah, uh, I'm a little worried about the starting pitching. Um, mm. A little worried. The bullpen should be fine. The lineup is literally the best lineup they've had in the history of their organization. It's one of the best lineups of all time, actually. I, like yeah. literally, the, statistically, their team OPS I think is fourth behind two 1920s Yankees teams, mm-hmm. and then was it the Minnesota team from 2019? Maybe that's the team they're catching in home runs. Yeah, I but don't I don't remember. know if that's the other team. It may be. OPS. A, it may have been one of the 50s. Darno's in your teams. five hole. No, thank you. Yes, no. please. Yes, trash. Please. Yeah, his yes. 900 OPS trash. in your five hole. That sucks, yeah. dude. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he was he's like incredible. over <laughs> yesterday. He's incredible. Looking forward to uh, postseason baseball this year. This fight even got me more amped up about it. So, baseball's back. Let's go. Uh, this is the first time ever we've done this before the other show. So, join yeah. us uh, live on Drink It Bros Fake News on Patreon. Subscribe. Our Monday show is live on Patreon. Drink It Bros podcast over there. We'll be live with fake news in about 10 to 15 minutes over there. We appreciate you tuning in. Please go to iTunes, rate the show five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away, and then you can bet with us or against us on mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. For Dan Anthony, Anthony Holloway, Delco Dan, Hot Bob, Papa Giorgio, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Monday Morning Recap. Good morning, everyone.